Welcome everyone. This is Shannon, your beer mistress, and I am here today with Ian. And I'm Jason. And Jason, fantastic. Uh, and we are here to discuss craft beer. Well, discuss, drink, learn a little more about, and hopefully help make craft beer accessible for you, uh, because it has changed our lives in one way or another, I think. And um, we're going to do that by sort of highlighting a different beer each week, trying out some new stuff, but also finding out what's going on around the country um, with beer events and <coughs> new things, new up-and-coming things. Excellent. We're yeah, right it's now. It's certainly a growing industry, uh, a lot of business coming out of it, and it's getting bigger and bigger every year, so time to uh, find out stuff about it before you miss out. Well, and admittedly, we're spoiled because we're in Philadelphia right now, and holy cow, this city has got beer on the brain. <laughs> it definitely does. So what are we drinking today? Oh, today, um, Anderson Valley Summer Solstice. It is a seasonal beer, believe it or not, made for the summer. Um, oh, reach Ian, reach. Um, so are we gonna be learning about these places as well, or how are we doing this? That is my goal, especially because Anderson Valley is pretty cool, so it makes a lot of sense to sort of break into their culture. Now, they're from California, and uh, I like to call them a oh, very okay. California mentality kind of brew. I love their label. It's got the bear with uh, deer antlers on it, or elk antlers. Uh, Do you know how many people I think are clueless that that missed that yeah <laughs> i mean i looked at it i looked at it a couple times I, I had it two other times before this and the first time i think i drank the whole bottle before noticing it and the second time i was like wait a minute that's a bear <laughs> that's impossible so this was a cool one um because we were at what was it tria, tria. and uh we actually have a friend of ours who does not like beer so he claims so he claims yeah <laughs> Uh, and uh, this was the first beer we had it what two weeks ago yeah. and uh, he tried it and did not curl his nose up at it so yeah. we finally found a beer that he will drink actually I'm going to say that we have photographic proof that he might have had a beer epiphany yes. <laughs> well yeah well I mean the beginning of one truly yeah. the, the corners of his mouth like went up just a little bit and his eyes kind of rolled back in his head just a tad it's perfect it did help that we had a camera in his face taking <laughs> a lot of pictures of him as he was drinking this no pressure how to do you like feel it. about this <laughs> yeah. well um, it was recommended by a server there wasn't it yeah it was yeah it was their featured beer of the week wasn't it or it had been the week before actually yeah because they brought it out afterwards Sunday, yeah right well, I mean, she knew her stuff in terms of being able to, to make it accessible to him because I know that, you know, too much hops is really off-putting for him or... I think most, most new beer drinkers don't like hops or... Why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's a, just a very different flavor for a lot. Of, I didn't like hops. It's bitter. Uh, it's bitter, I think. It's bitter. Yeah. It's not what you were expecting. Um, I was very used to drinking, you know, Yingling Lager. That was, that was what I drank growing yeah. up in, in college and everything. Um, and it's not anything like that. It's... It's got that bitterness to it. It's got that citrus sometimes, the grapefruit flavors, which is, again, very bitter. Um, and I was hanging out at another one of my favorite bars downtown in Philly. It's uh, Jose Pistola's. And they rotate their taps out frequently. And when they first opened, they had a lot of Belgians. I love Belgians. They're sweeter. Uh, I get those caramely kind of champagne flavors to them. Uh, and then since we're Philly and we love hops, their taps started slowly being taken over by more and more hoppy things. And 
I trusted the bartender a lot, so every time I'd go in, I'd say, hey, what's good, uh, or what's new? And he'd always pour me something, and I'd go, this is very different. <laughs> um, but I went from not liking them to enjoying them, and now I look for them everywhere I can, so I love hops now. Uh, so I think it's just one of those those new flavors that your palate needs to adjust to. So did you have more of a like a gradual beer epiphany, or what, was there one in particular that really hit you? Um, for IPAs, it was a gradual thing. Um, for me, beer in general, I I guess in college uh, I drank a lot of Guinness. Uh, I'm an Irish guy. It was better than most of the other beers that were on tap. I love Guinness. I always will. I don't drink as much of it now. Um, I think there's a lot of other great things out there, but Guinness is still fantastic. Um, so for me, I think I started off a at a ahead higher of the level, curve. <laughs> um, but I think I lingered there longer. Uh, perhaps a lot of people will drink Miller their whole life, sadly. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that most of my beer epiphany came from Jose Pistola's uh, and drinking there and having really knowledgeable waitstaff say, hey, try this, try this, try this. And um, I came to love Belgians first because they've, they're very accessible, I think, with the sweetness to them. Uh, I like that. It's a nice kind of starter beer, plus the high ABV is kind of fun. <laughs> um, well, and when you're in college and you can only afford a couple, you might as well get a little more bang for your buck. That's right. So you want to open these things? I, I do. think <laughs> beer is better... While we're, I think we should be drinking bottom. as we are talking. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yes. Um, Can you do mine? Because I'm holding the microphone. I will. So to everybody out there, we are uh, doing this for the first time. Ooh, there you go. Do you want Hello. it out of the bottle or you want it in a glass? Um, glass is good. Let's do glass. You should always be drunk from a glass. I think so. Yeah. I just think you get Unless a little... you're at a barbecue, maybe. So to everybody out there, this is the first time that we are doing anything like this. So we are brand new and fully understand that it may not sound awesome. But uh, well, we also understand that it probably does. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, your confidence in us is yeah. astounding. Oh, Ooh, there you go. Since I'm drinking good. the summer solstice out of a Guinness glass. I like there that. There you it's go. It's a Guinness pint glass, though, not the... Uh, not the bulb ones, just a regular bar pint glass. So do we know more about this uh, well, brewery? Or? Yeah, I actually do know a little bit about it, but I did want to point out first that as a summer, as a summer beer, uh, it's only five percent. As Ian was just discussing his love of high ABVs. That's all right. But you know, you're outside in the heat. Oh, I'm making a mess over here. If you've got, I don't know. I just think the high ABV, especially if you're dehydrated or you're sweaty or whatever, like it can really kick your butt kind of fast. Sure can. Um, <coughs> Especially on those hot days. So well, and uh, yeah, and doubly so if you're only used to the Millers and the right. Guinness. I mean, Guinness like is what three point two percent. Three two, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing people don't always understand about Guinness is it's so intimidating because right. it's right. black oh, it's and it's dark, dark it's, it's heavy, it must yeah. be really strong, but it's been, not. It's a very, it's a session beer. I've been out to bars before with uh, a bunch of buddies, my buddies, and just hanging around drinking beer and I'll drink half of what they're drinking and they'll make fun of me for it I mean, while they're sitting there with Miller Lite and I've got a you know a 9.6 percent beer right. they don't you know they don't understand that it's not all the same or like, when theirs comes in a pint glass and yours comes in a tulip glass and they're like oh it's a girly beer it's like, it yeah, does not taste like a girly, girly beer, beer. It's, you know four times what you're drinking yeah yeah exactly all right so Anderson Valley is out of California like we were talking about um, and it's actually solar powered 
They're definitely very earthy. Um, How's that work? Coming. They, there's great pictures on their website. Uh, they put the, the solar uh, panels on the roof of the brewery, and they, I think they invest in local wind power too. Like they're purely green. They recycle all of their waste and every, like on site from what I understand, all of their organic waste and everything. And if you think about it, the mash creates, you know, a fair amount of things that need disposed of, I suppose. Um, you know, the wheat and the yeast and whatever they filter out of the beer is organic waste. Got to go waste. somewhere, yeah. yeah it's got to go somewhere. So they compost it all, I yeah. guess? Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. And it's, I mean, it fits with, like, the labels on their bottles and stuff because they're so outdoorsy right. and they're really... Yeah, bears know. with antlers. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to avoid. So they're, they're, trying to they're make genetically modifying <laughs> animals on their <laughs> eco-friendly farm. Yeah, there you go. So in case the brewing thing doesn't work out, there's a future in genetically altered animals. I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> Jason's looking at me like theme park, maybe. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Well, they they have the uh, what are you saying? The Frisbee Golf Park, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, right there on right there on site. I'm trying to. It says they're the first brewery in the world to offer an 18-hole disc golf course, which I guess. Like, so do you have to pay for that? How's that work? Uh, it is, but yes and no in a lot of ways. It's five dollars. You get to play all day. I think they're open like six or eight hours a day, uh, but that. $5 also comes back to you in a coupon to use right there on site in the store uh, on the Anderson Valley Brewing can you, store. So are you, you supposed get, like, to a small drink? woodchuck that actually has a squirrel's tail. <laughs> I just think Mario. I'm sorry. It's Mario 3. I always love the raccoon tail. Um, yes. Oh, that, he, he's pushing my buttons. He knows it's my favorite. A, B, A, B, A, B. Um. So, okay, so wait, you get that $5, is that to spend on beer, or, and well, can you... Well, I guess you could technically, you know... Can you take it to the, their bar and just buy a beer? Yes. <laughs> awesome. And, I mean, their liquor laws are such that you can't bring your own six-pack and show up and play, but you can then go in and buy anything on site and take it out and play with it. So, I mean, for $5 plus the cost of beer, you basically got a great afternoon. So, if you live in the Boonville, Boonville California area. area, exactly. Or if you like taking a trip. Uh, there's a lot of breweries in California in general. It's true. Add the whole so West find, Coast yeah, is full of them. You could do a great little tour, and that would be a nice little day stop, probably. Do you know where in California that is? Boone, where Booneville is? Yeah. I have no. It sounds so southern. Like I always think of like Boone, Carolina, and whatever. So the idea of, I don't know. I, I picture the it's South, in so I can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Road, that's, road that's trip. We could probably just drive up and down the coast. And <laughs> we'll I'm find sure it we, eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's signs. Three months later, we have beards. <laughs> <laughs> Even Shannon. We just <laughs> want to play some frisbee golf and I drink mean, some beer. We'd fit right in when we showed up, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Bazinga. Um, I don't know. We can reconvert our. Do you know? Are you able to do the disc golf and drink at the same time? Yes. Like you awesome. can, you can actually carry it with you and play. Yes. Will they serve you while you're on the course? No, but we could make a business. Of what it. about coolers? Yeah, I think Cause so. Because, like, by the 18th hole, this beer's got to be warm. <laughs> with you. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's several place, acres. It, it says, stroll through the pastures and oak groves while enjoying the beer from So it kind of sounds room. like they're like a farm that makes beer and I plays frisbee golf. It sounds awesome. I don't know. I mean, I like it definitely has the West life. Coast feel to it, though. That nice laid back, like, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to make a living at it, but we're not going to overstress about it. So I see this beer all over the place. Um, is this a larger company or a smaller company? Do we know? Because, I mean, they have it in all the giants and all the supermarkets we're around here. We're cheating because, of course, we're in Philly now, but right. we're not from Philly. But so we even wow. had a town in D.C. I am. 
Well, that, what I'm saying is you're not going to find it here in Pennsylvania in the grocery store. Oh, yeah, Whoa. that's true. Yeah. Sorry, not can't. to rub it in. <laughs> but you can get it. You can probably find it in the craft bottle shop, so. Oh, absolutely. So. Um, I'm trying to think. I bought it at two different places. Oh, okay. So I got it at a wine and beer store is where I got these. But then the first couple that we got, I got at a major grocery store. Um, not in Pennsylvania. Correct. Correct. Love it here. Just some... Some notable drawbacks, let us say. Yeah. Was it, it was Wegmans we got it at, right? They have them at Giant, don't they? Or was it Wegmans? Yeah, we got it at Wegmans the first time in their seasonal section. You can get beer at Wegmans now here. Can you? Sure can. Yeah. Is that the first supermarket in Pennsylvania to be able to do that? Or? I think yes. I think I read about it. In They're like two separate locations, just in the same building. Right. Oh, okay. So like one of them has a liquor license, technically. Right. And we have that in D.C. Have too, because to yeah. the alcohol, right. the, the spirits are different. And you have to go to a separate store, but they're right next to each other. Yeah. Right. right. But so if you went Weird. to Wegmans here, and I think it's just the first the few they built recently. Yeah. Um, they built them such that there is a beer. It's Is it a full liquor store? I don't remember. Is it just they beer can't and be. wine? Well, I don't know. I haven't been in. Um, well, I guess if the state owns the liquor. Right. I think it's just it beer. it might just be the beer and wine. Um, you can go into a separate entrance, buy your beer and wine, pay there, and then go to your car, and then go in a separate entrance right. to get your groceries. Or I guess you might want to do it in reverse so that your beer around. doesn't get warm. But it's it's helpful. It's a start. I know there was a lot of a lot of kickback. I read about it, in, believe it or not, in a newspaper. Um, but people were saying it's the beginning of the end for you know. Pennsylvania's was it with Puritan liquor laws. Pennsylvania in general. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, well, let's talk that about was the, the only beer. thing keeping people from yeah, rioting in the streets <laughs> was not selling beer in the supermarkets. Well, you know how... Yeah. Zombie apocalypse, that's how it's going to start. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they can buy anything anywhere at the time. <laughs> yeah. Look what happened. The Brits paid for it. Oh my gosh. It's really vanilla-y. Mm -hmm. so. It's darker than I would expect for a summer beer. True. Uh, but it's, light it's kind tasting. of an orange color. Yeah. Which is what they were talking about. Uh, they said it tastes like a dreamsicle. Yes. That's how they the servers. That's how they sold, they sold it. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually has a little hint of spice to it. Um, really not hoppy at all. I mean, it's you get a lot more of the malt, a uh, little bit of the sweetness. I think that might be. I, I feel like if you're not the kind of person who drinks your coffee black, um, or doesn't scoff at the um, pith of uh, a citrus fruit, then you probably are not going to find hops appealing at first. At first, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there's nothing intimidating about this beer, and that's... No, very, very drinkable, like you said. Uh, great on a hot day, especially if it stays nice and cold. Yeah. Uh, don't think it would be very good as it got warmer. No. I don't imagine so. But well, it's like Dreamsicle. You don't want a warm Dreamsicle. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It'll be hand. dripping down yeah. your arm. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. But at 5%, you can drink it faster. You know, some of those really heavy beers, you, you need you gotta to take it. you got to sip on. Yeah, those exactly. Those barley wines. No, thanks. I really, there's there's only a handful of barley wines that I actually enjoy. Ah, that'll change. <laughs> they're too, I feel like they're harder to get right, I suppose. And I do not like syrupy barley wines. So try some good ones. <laughs> Thanks, friend. That's, yeah, good life advice. You could use that about anything, right? Once it gets colder, we'll, we'll feature some barley wines, and we'll find one you like. Do oh, a, Christmas. Do a month of barley wines. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And we can drink some uh, aged Mad Elf at the end. Oh, I will do that. <laughs> I will absolutely do that. I think, I think mine's almost ready to drink. Well, how like many cases? Too. We have how many cases of Mad Elf at our house that is that we're aging? Just one. Oh, we have, and we're just doing a six pack each year for four years or something, right? No, that's the Dogfish 120. Nice. Are we not doing it with the Mad Elf? I thought we were doing that with Mad Elf. I don't. Well, we have. You can start. That's <laughs> true. <Yeah. laughs> um, we bought two cases. One to drink, one to age. We just happened to not polish off the entire first case by the end of the Christmas season, and it. Now you can have Christmas in July. It's true, and I would. Oh, you actually could. Oh, it's so good. Let's do it. Because <laughs> I still have some Mad Elf from this year as well. There we you can go. have a Christmas in July party. That's. I do like Christmas in July parties. Really? It's because my birthday. That, oh, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. is that a thing? I didn't know about that. It's definitely a thing. Well, it's a six-month rule. Everybody gets excited about the uh, holiday coming up halfway through the year, which is why you have Octo the Halloween in April the or something like that. The candy is out already. It's July. Yeah. Stock up now. Oh, and eat it slowly as you wait for those kids to show up. <laughs> <laughs> then go buy more. I don't know. Yeah. So... Summer solstice is the one we're talking about. Are we doing segments too, or how are we gonna? I think we should have contests oh. amongst ourselves. Amongst ourselves. Yes. Okay. What kind of contest? Um, like trivia, beer trivia type contests. They can be multiple choice. D. All of the above. Okay. Well, then we should do that because I think that's what D entailed. I don't understand. I'm trying what you're doing. to read what's on the inside of this. Is there stuff on their caps like magic hat? I love those caps. Um, I. Or lion's head. They're definitely, yeah, I guess. Here, toss one over. I think it's in a different language. <laughs> I oh, hope it's I in a different language. I probably won't be able to read that, then. I haven't, I've only had a few sips of this beer so far, so it can't be that it's gone to my head. Uh, no, I think you're, you're just uh, a little blind. It's, it says noun, right? N. And then Harped. Tire strung. Maybe they had a contest, and they have written poetry on the caps, and it just this happens is, this to be very... This is the language of the bears with antlers. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> nice. They're teaching you how to talk to bears with You have with to communicate with a, these new yeah. animals. Oh, my gosh. Tire strung. Did you look at one, Jason? No. Stuck? See, look, I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. They're just hard to read. He definitely... The, my favorite... Continued... Oh, it's a whole thing. This is cap 80. Oh, okay. I have 88. continued on cap 81. It's a collect them all series. I love oh. it. <laughs> Awful and awesome at the same time. <laughs> just mean. Now you have to buy a now case. Now we got to buy more. <laughs> we got to buy... 81. We got to buy so many cases. That's We're true. just going to... Think about the repeats you'll get. That's how they That's get you. a lot of beer. Yeah. I wonder if it's... I guess it's probably all of their line. I actually have another one, another um, Anderson Valley in the fridge right now. The brother. Yeah, the Abbey. Brother Abbeyale. Mm-hmm. That one's a bigger bottle, same cap. Do they have a cool animal on the front of that one too? No, they no. got a dude. Like oh. A monk. Boo. A brother, I guess. I <laughs> we had to assume. Okay. That one's completely different though. It's Belgian. But he has horns. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't see them. Yeah. <laughs> It was, they couldn't decide between a halo or horns. <laughs> they decided if they make it a little abstract, yeah. perhaps. That's There's the actually no horns on the bottle. No. We don't want to disappoint you if you go yeah. looking. Although it's a great beer. I actually really enjoy that one. We paired that with one we of our beer dinners. We paired it during our first beer dinner. Yeah. First beer dinner? That's, yeah. That's how we found it, I think. Mm -hmm. And I did it with the, um, the glass noodles yep. and a pork loin. That was good pork loin. So we should talk a little bit about the pairing thing, because this is the first podcast, so putting that sort of background on it would be good. So people don't know what we do? Yeah. How could they not know what we do? So what is this beer pairing of which you speak? 
Uh, well, Shannon and I both like good beer and good food. And, I, uh, I do too. I was going to say, who doesn't? Well, fair <laughs> enough. I do too. But, but you're actually talented I, at Well, I met her first, to be fair. Yeah, it's true. Um, also, she's better looking. Than me? No, than <laughs> me. Oh. Don't tell Well, yes. Him. I'm sorry. Yes. Is the well, answer to that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but we, uh, we really enjoy these things, and we kind of just were talking one day, and we're like, well, we should just host a beer dinner. We should just invite some friends over and come up with some crazy food and stuff. So we did. It was a logical step, though, because we both love entertaining. Yeah. And we have a very we similar We like to have style. parties, uh, and we do both enjoy similar styles of food and such. Um, so Shannon did most of the legwork, I'll be honest. It's kind of the... Story so of our relationship. What's what's in, entailed in a beer dinner? Or well, what's involved? I can tell you the way Ian and I do it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how the average. Well, yeah, more I mean like our beer dinners or your beer dinners, because I just eat it. <laughs> you actually do the work for it. What's involved? He's killer at pouring. He's got it down awesome. to the science. Um, well, usually Ian and I plant ourselves in these really comfy yellow chairs that are yeah. totally a throwback to the seventies. They were found on the street. <laughs> Streets of Philadelphia. Off the streets of Philly. Were they really? Well, they weren't stolen. They were. They were picked up and put into <laughs> a vehicle. Yes. So yeah, they were they were bound for the garbage, and now they are the best thinking chairs They're in the so world. They're so comfortable. Um, when they make bronze statues of us, we will be sitting in these chairs. I'm confused. How does what does this have to do with the beer pairing? It really does. Um, it's where the magic happens. Um, we sit down. We crack open a beer of usually some adventurous sort that we've been meaning to try. And we talk through things that we've had, things that we'd like to try. Um, sometimes we'll start with a beer. Like the, we created a, a pairing for you because we know you love Mad Elf. Right. Um, so if there's certain beers we want to incorporate, <laughs> we'll work backwards. Well, what, you know, what types of food would uh, make the most sense if you're having um, a holiday beer in April? Well, we know that Mad Elf has the cherries, it has the spices, uh, so we built uh, a course around that and typically and I don't even know how we picked it but we seem to go for six courses That's six six is reasonable I think um. I mean I've definitely designed bigger ones there have been times where I had nine or ten and he's had to rein me in oh yeah I mean you could do as many courses as you want you just have to pare down the portion size right um, of both the beer and the food because otherwise you'll get to course eight of twelve and everyone's drunk <laughs> and full and then you've got four courses to go, and right. done all this and nobody's work, really and nobody wants to eat or drink yeah. anymore. So you really have to kind of manage that. I think six is a very manageable number, which is how we got there. Um, and some of the courses aren't very large. You know, there's like the, hey, you showed up. Thanks for coming. Of course, somebody's running late, so why don't we all hang out? You guys can snack on this. You know, something's going in the oven. It'll be ready soon. But here's a, here's a beer and some, some finger-type food. Is that what the word aperitif means? Aperitif? Yeah, yeah that's what no. I meant. No. Okay. Aperitif is it sounds like that's what it would mean. Well, actually, it's very similar. It's just appetizer is the food version of that. Right. And a lot of times, or did you mean the aperitif, aperitif is the beer? Usually it's a, an alcoholic beverage that you have to prepare your palate for the meal you're about to enjoy. Oh, well, Sometimes at least it was related. Yeah. Cleanse it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. no. It's to, like, prep your body for eating, but it's alcohol. Because, I mean, alcohol makes you hungry. And Why don't we do that more often? <laughs> okay. Well, it's kind of gone out of fashion. Yeah. The, the Europeans are awesome at and most things. And then digestif. Digestif is to aid in the digesting of everything at the end of the meal. So you have the, the That aperitif. would be your barley wine, your stronger... Or your, your port. Yes. Um, if we're not talking about beer, uh, there's a lot of... Sambuca would be probably considered if you're just... And usually it's a very sambuca. small portion because you have just eaten this... 
epic meal. Right. Um, so you bookend your eating with, with alcohol, mm-hmm. yeah. and you also drink throughout. Right. You just happen to start and end with. That's an interesting. I'm telling you, we would fit right in in Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but back to the uh, the yeah, beer, sorry, courses beer courses, the beer dinners. Um, you threw a little education in there. I did. Yeah, yeah. I learned something. We all did. That's great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we came up with six courses, um, we threw out some, we came up with others, we mixed and matched, and, uh, we've done two of them now, we have a third one in the works. I've done one without you. She's done two? It was not two, the same. just one? It was not the same. Yeah. It's you really the, hard. You did one down in D.C. Right. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, just, um... It's a matter of, uh, you need the hands. And I, I guess if the average person wanted to do it as a dinner party, you could probably do it, you know, a nice dinner for four. It would not be an ordeal, sure. but we don't We've ever seem to throw parties of that we size. We do for eight or ten, mm-hmm. uh, generally. Um, yes, we did. I think we did a nine and a ten. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's also, it's more difficult when you're eating. Right. And serving. Um, so it's hard to get that. So okay, going. but even going more basic of, of what a pairing, a food pairing dinner is, um, from my perspective, basically, you know, not not looking at it from the cooking angle as much as how it's all developed, it, it's more of a, uh, so you're you're taking a bunch of different craft beers, and you're trying to figure out what that matches up, you know, different types of gourmet foods that that matches with. Sure, and it doesn't yeah, and actually have to be gourmet. I mean, in our case, that's the way we go, but right. there is a beer for every food, regardless if it's, you know, pizza or a burger. Right. But then you also need, especially if you're doing a lot of courses, you need to have the courses kind of go together. You can't do six steak courses. Unless right. You, unless that was your theme. Uh, but you want to kind of spread things out. You know, you want to do a nice light salad, um, perhaps follow it up with, uh, like, a seafood and... Like beers, if you're going to taste a whole bunch of beers, you want to start lightest and go to heaviest. Because if you start with the heaviest, by the time you get to the lighter ones, you're not going to taste them because there's going to be so much other business on your palate already. And it is, by all means, it's a challenge in that if you do internet research, there are thousands of websites that will tell you how to pair wine with food, what would be a good a good suggestion. Um, but this beer pairing concept just seems to be making a breakout right now. And it's, About time. it can be, well, I know, I agree, um, but it can be really challenging if you haven't tried that specific beer um, to find things that are recommended. So that's sort of where we're, we're trying to fill the niche, I suppose, or to fill the need is um, creating pairing suggestions for people because it depends. I mean, chicken is generally recognized as the most versatile protein. Um, but how are you going to cook it? Be- depending on how you cook it affects right. what beer you Is it beer barbecued? Is it, it Asian? Is it boiled? Is it, you know, roasted? Right. Rosemary? You know, like what, what are you doing with it? Because um, those things, you know, if you have a rosemary chicken, you can find some nice herbal beers uh, that can really pull out the rosemary from the chicken, and the chicken will help pull out the flavors from the beer, but you wouldn't pick that beer if you were barbecuing that chicken necessarily. Yeah. Um, well, so. and grilling, I'll tell you what, there's just certain beers that cling to that smoky flavor of a grill so you can you know that if you're having you know grilled dinner tonight that you can always go Baltic Porter oh fantastic (laughs) but uh, what I really liked when I was reading about it is that there are certain foods that sommeliers consider just impossible to pair wine with um, because the wine is either it's too dry and then the sweetness hits you of the food that you're eating or 
Um, there's just, a, I don't know, I remember reading the list, there's like 25 things, but they're kind of broad sometimes that sommeliers don't like to use. And what people are starting to generally realize is that beer can always bridge that gap. Because of the effervescence, because of those crisp bubbles, regardless of what the underlying flavor is, it's cleansing your palate and um, it's also bringing more to the table um, than wine is able to in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, beer is very, very similar to wines in many regards. Um, I mean, you can have a beer that isn't very effervescent at all. Sure. Uh, but those those bubbles, they do tend to, they do have that cleansing quality on your palate. Also, with a beer, you can kind of throw anything into a beer. You can put chocolate in your beer. You can actually put chocolate in a beer. Um, there are there are ways that you can do that with a wine as well, but probably most uh, wine aficionados would turn their nose at that and not <laughs> right. even offer it. Um, Though they do the pairings with the you know, like the raspberry wines and all that, some of the flavored, you'll have the chocolate and the raspberry supposed to do them right. I mean, that's essentially a pairing is what yes. they're doing. But yes. right, like you would right. do. But that that who does the chocolate wine? stout that we really like the uh, McKellar or Southern, Southern Tier Southern, Southern Tier. Tier. Yeah, they chocolate have a really good stout. chocolate that's stout. That's unbelievable. Delicious. I still have a case at home. I was actually going to bring some this weekend and thought we could make some ice cream. Tell me. They I do mean, some of the best flavored beers, I think, because they have the creme brulee, right? They have yes. the creme brulee. They have the, they have the, the mocha, pumpkin. The, the mocha, yeah. Pumpkin. Oh, they have pumpkin too. Yeah. I forgot That's about that. That's the first one we found of them. It hasn't been as good the last Here's couple of years. Here's what we got to do this year, and I'm not kidding. Mark my words. We're going to Weyerbacher. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this since the weekend I met Ian, and it hasn't happened yet. It's been two years. But um, they, their imperial pumpkin stout is the most incredible pumpkin beer I've ever had. And What's it called again? Pumpkin. Oh, no, 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 that's no, Southern Tier. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm it's Weyerbacher oh, Imperial Weyerbacher. Pumpkin Stout. Like, that's, it doesn't have yeah. a name. It's just, um, and it, it puts pumpkin to shame lately since they changed the recipe. Yeah. So, what, two years ago, I think, for the pumpkin. I don't, when I understand it in theory, I don't necessarily embrace the change. We couldn't find pumpkin two years ago, right? Like, we tried it once at quotations or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. and then there are some beers that just don't show up it's like yeah. uh you know pliny yeah you, you're lucky if you can get a half portion of it sometimes yeah. we found that at pinocchio's has had that a couple times recently they've been really good about getting that in they have the elder or the younger though the elder that's it no the younger is more rare now yeah. it's the new are you the serious new buzz thing yeah really? pliny the younger it's like people will get like a a, a sixth of or it. whatever, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, they'll get wow. like so such a small amount, and they're just like, it's gone. They have Didn't to pre-sell Tria, Tria, Tria pre-sold. Yeah. I think they had a sixth dole or like a half keg, something like that. Um, and they sent out an email that said, "Hey, you can buy a glass. You bring a voucher, and we'll pour you a glass." Wow. And they sold out. They in sold like... out in minutes. Yeah. Minutes, and that's one bar in Philadelphia, which is one city. In, you know, yeah. in the country. And Pliny's good if it's fresh. I mean, fresh. Um, I had it somewhere down on the main line. And it, it was... Teresa's? It was either Teresa's or um, TJ's. And it was not fresh. And we it like was to just vary up our drinking. We go to <laughs> as many different locations as we can. Some of them stick out and uh, we keep going back to them. Yeah. Uh, mostly they're the ones with really awesome beers. But it was just, I, I remember thinking, what is all the fuss about? Because it wasn't that great. And finally they admitted that it was from Beer Week and it was, you know, several months later. Around. And you're not supposed to age your Pliny. So here it is several months old. And it was a decent IPA, but it was not worth right, all Earth shattering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not then I had one at um, Monk's 
downtown. Right. And it was actually a guy that I just met at the bar. Um, sorry. <laughs> this happens. <laughs> um, he was he took place or took part in this uh, beer exchange. And so since Philly's got so many great breweries, he hopped online and I guess there's websites that match you up with someone from another like part of the country. For beer. Yeah. And so they someone from the West Coast shipped him, you know, six craft bottles and he did, switched them and w one of the bottles that came was a brand new uh, Pliny and I think it was seven days old because it actually has a birthday wow. stamped, on, stamped on the side and if you read the bottle it says you age your wine you age your teas you do not age your Pliny <laughs> and I was like okay that was incredible it was delicious how did he get beer shipped into Philly I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was a college student Another I'm not weird sure if that Pennsylvania made fair enough maybe but he maybe he got it shipped to his home which was somewhere else and brought it back to Philly yeah that could be because it sounded like a great idea I just wasn't sure if it was legal uh, let's find out that's yeah. our project legality of beer swapping it's in Pennsylvania because it's fine everywhere else right yeah. Pennsylvania is the only state you're not supposed to ship to uh, I think you well, can ship it within I'm Pennsylvania but you can't ship from, from what's to stop me from being 16 years old though and going online and saying well now hey, ship me a case now they have those fantastic good, good click yes if you're over right, 21 are you, are you over 21 <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> when was your birthday mm, I don't know something that puts me over 21 <laughs> <laughs> 1952 <laughs> I, uh, I accidentally they had the put in your birthday one and I just clicked wrong and hit yes and I was just like and then it like blocked me from the site and I was just like ah but, yeah. I'm, but I am <laughs> see but I don't like those because they make me feel old when I have to use the scroll, scroll bar to get scrolling back down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like can't you just 1957 I feel like you would do that though just to feel good like you would go in and press something you know uh, you know, uh, 1999 1990. or something like that. And you'd be like, oh, I can't get into that site. That's so nice. It's like being carded like by a website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have ID, ma'am? That's missed to you. Thank you very much. Uh, not if I'm a bouncer. Oh. Although, I guess if I was accusing you of being underage, it might be missed. So we're at about 30 minutes, about 35 minutes or so. So do okay. we want to... We should probably wrap it up. Sort of wrap it up a little bit and maybe go into what we're thinking about for the next one. And talk about some stuff going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jason has our super secret email addresses so that people can send us questions. We have a super secret email address? It's so we secret. Do. I don't even know we do. We do. <laughs> it's super easy. It's your name. Ian? <laughs> Ian at dashingrogue.com is That's yours. Awesome. You are Shannon at dashingrogue.com. I thought it was Beer Mistress at Dashing Rogue. Uh, you might be both. Oh, well, that's it. Are you you can find me anywhere. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm just Jason at dashingrogue.com. Just Jason or, or? No, it's, it's Jason, yeah. <laughs> okay. Jason at dashingrogue.com. So I guess the moral of the story is visit us at dashingrogue.com and right. go to the contact us section. Yeah. So you're really pushing me to have this website done. Cause <laughs> 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 have another yeah. beer, Jason, and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know what I'm doing. The rest but of the we're day. definitely open to <laughs> hearing your recommendations. What do you think yeah, we should want, talk about? What do you about? want to hear about? Uh, also, if you have any questions, since you pairing. know, pairing is is sometimes very difficult. Right. You've just yeah. You have a Twitter too, right? What's your Twitter? I do. I am at beer mistress, and Ian is at dashing underscore rogue. Um, right. So you can also see pictures of our. There was some dude with dashing rogue, right? Fancy faces, yes, but he doesn't know anything about beer, so right. don't listen to him. We're gonna find us. him and stab him and take his Twitter handle. Oh my God, that's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a threat. We can edit that out. <laughs> We're not gonna stab him, actually. We won't. I'm not gonna happen. You're a stage combatant. You have to be careful. What you say. <laughs> I'll miss by six to eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but what's actually really cool is what the July 21st, the week, uh, is Belgian Independence right Day. Yes. So um, there's Belgian beer events all over the country celebrating Belgian beer, which is Amazing. delicious. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Belgians. So, I mean, I look... <laughs> the beer or... <laughs> or the ladies. Column A, column B. I know, <laughs> a little both. Mix and match. Even, here, I appreciated this, even Philadelphia Zoo is having a craft beer event on the 21st. Good for the zoo. Because the animal, I mean, they've got to sell their well, summer solstice. Also, animals love to get drunk. <laughs> they do. They have the monkeys, right? They have those monkeys in the Caribbean that get drunk on purpose? Yeah. Have you seen that? That well, was they, on Discovery like Channel. alcoholic monkeys. Yeah. Like because everybody goes there for vacation. They right. all have their alcoholic it's drinks like, out. So they leave them out and monkeys will just steal them. Yeah. And then, like, they'll, like, attack people on the streets and steal their drinks. Oh, <laughs> my yeah. gosh. That's oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> that's too much. So they would have a but field day. But I love the Caribbean. I'll go anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the squirrels in our neighborhood must must drink, because they attack all of the garbage. So I can just picture them out there, you know, like drinking fermented. out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd love to get a video of that and put it on YouTube. <laughs> 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 yeah, a squirrel with, Me, a, with in the, a bottle. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. would be like Amazing. the uh, oh, what's that that brewery? Uh, I don't know they what had is the, that the tactical nuclear penguin, something like that. Uh, and it is a bottle that's close to 40% ABV, I think. Oh my God. Oh. And it is, the bottle comes stuffed in a taxidermed squirrel. <laughs> that's the grossest thing. It's like the opposite of a beer drinking. <laughs> Squirrels. So here's the thought. I think I think we could get into advertising with this one because we could have squirrels getting into it and then drinking things. And if it drinks like a Bud Light, it like throws it away yeah. and gets really <laughs> angry go. and goes after the person in the house. <laughs> what is this rubbish? It yes. says, do you have some summer squirrels. solstice But in then there? some mad elf. It gets a little mad elf in there and then it's super happy squirrel That's and awesome. has lots of squirrel babies. I get, I'm just picturing that squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was the movie? Hoodwinked. I'm picturing yes. that very zippy squirrel. Yeah. Like from with way too much caffeine. Yes. Yeah, the super caffeinated squirrel. We just Hoodwink saw... 2 is just as good. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I didn't see it. I liked Hoodwink 1, though. I saw it by myself. It was kind of a weird night. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> okay, that's a story for another day. It than it was. <laughs> Number Netflix. 2 was definitely just as good. We did not think it was going to be. No. And we saw it with friends, and that was it was worthwhile. It was awesome. They, they played up the, the characters that they know sort of had a good following. Like, even the little billy goat that sings on the porch. Yeah. He's got these fantastic cameos that nice. are still, it's great. So what is the zoo doing? Um, bring us back. Ah, pshaw. Pshaw. Um, a dozen local brewers are bringing their... So probably not Summer Solstice or Anderson. No, probably. probably not that one. Well, but it is, it's in honor of uh, Belgian Independence Day. So a lot of also folks true. are bringing out their... Their Belgian-style beers. Exactly. That's cool. And actually, Victory, I thought, was doing something cool. The Old Horizontal, isn't that one of their winter beer? I thought that that might be their um, their barley wine. It's something strong. It's either a stout or I don't remember. Um, but they're doing something on the 25th uh, that says, Sample our vintage Old Horizontal for a taste of cold winter nights on a hot July day. Nice. So they're, they're, they're pouring... They're doing Christmas in July. Yep. They're pouring uh, 2008, That's July 25th, right? Yes. They really are doing Christmas in July. Yeah. That's awesome. Perfect. We should we should just show up with our own Mad Elf and be like, oh, we thought it was a BYO party. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. You know? no. right. I'm going to wear the antlers. I'll be wear reindeer antlers and you guys there can. There you go. Yeah. We'll be little elves. I will take pictures. We'll be Mad Elves. <laughs> That's it. We just walk around kicking stuff. <laughs> 
We could be insane elves instead. <laughs> no, that's a different one. They have that. Do they? Somebody, Do they really? Some, well, it's not I thought that's elf, what it meant by Mad Elf. Somebody like basically is trying to steal the Mad Elf and uh, the, the popularity of it, because that's another one of those things that like once it comes out, you got to grab your case because it's gone. Mad Elf, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? I we asked, bought out the I entire know. store. Yes, yeah. I, I asked a total line if there was a limit, and when he said no, I filled my cart. And I thought for sure they were going to like check me at the door and yeah. say, ma'am, you can't leave with all I've, this. I've called places and been like, hey, you got any Mad Elf? And they're like, <laughs> click. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was us trying to find the, uh, the Hop, hop Slam, slam this yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I honestly had people laugh at me when I asked about that. Who knew? Well, that's okay because we're going to we we'll put it. it on the calendar this year and we're going to reserve it. Three weeks ahead of time. So I think next time, do you have a, a specific beer you're dying to talk about? No. Well, here's something new. They, can't, I've never tried they can't see shrugs. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Shrugs Through the are internet. Silent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my I would love it if you actually shrugged that way every time. Raise your <laughs> you arms like above your head and drop them back over. <laughs> my absolute what if I goal. I really creaky shoulders. <laughs> would be. That's pretty much how I work, though. Yeah, I have some of the creakiest joints you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> That's awesome. That's you're not that old. I'm not sure. I how do you're though. It's bad. bad. Whenever I walk anywhere, it's click. click. Anyway. <laughs> Can I talk about beer yeah. now? What's your goal? No. Is that all right? My yes. goal is to have a growler of Hill Farmstead Double IPA Citra for the next go around. Fair enough, because that stuff is delicious. I will tell you right now. So actually, I think that's the plan for the afternoon. We're gonna go try to track some down in Philly. Um, that is from a brewery in New England, so it has not yet come as far south as uh, D.C. But but if you get your hands on it and you like IPAs, you should snatch it up because it is amazing. That's what we'll next time. We'll either do um, something nice and hopsy for these, the summer. These hot summer days. Yeah, that'll be great. Cool. All right, so find us at dashingrogue.com. And until next time, I'm Shannon, your beer mistress. I'm Ian. And I am Jason. Thanks, guys. <laughs>